subscribe land, and you're listening to Flat Chat. <laughs> hey, welcome to Flat Chat. It's Malloy with you. Very excited here in the old uh, Edge Entertainment Studios. To my left, which is useless. Why do I say this? I mean, come on, it's a podcast. Okay? It's not like you can see us. <laughs> but um, look, I'm going to I'm going to paint the room for us. We've got on the left. Uh, you know, it is Shane, of course, Stone Cold Austin, mate. Great to see you. Thanks for being here. Great to see you too, mate. How are you going? Oh, look, we're, we're, I'm feeling a bit, oh, I don't know, sensitive right now, I'll be honest. A bit sensitive. The two of us are sitting too close on the couch, mate. I'll tell you what, I want some both personal I, space. I, I think there's a reason for that, though. Okay. Could it be our illustrious guest? What do you think, mate? Might just be. Could be. We have two absolutely brilliant fellas here. Uh, you know, look, I'm going blank in the face. I really am. Have I started the day jokes too early? No, that's really brilliant. okay. It's shocking. <laughs> we have Paul and Max Blake here. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, boys. Pleasure to finally be here, mate. I've been looking forward Thank to you. this. Okay, as a as a as another as a fellow Formula One junkie, uh, you know, um, I've I've got the shots. I'm taking the injections to get myself through this. Junkie or something. <laughs> I'm I'm really wrapped to talk about Formula One with you, mate. Sounds good. All right. So, Paul, Paul, we've had. Well, we've had you on the show before. Uh, you are an aficionado of Cars 101, an encyclopedia. Uh, look, I haven't met many people who know as well. In fact, I've never met anyone who knows as much as yourself, mate. Um, and I, I love talking to you. So anytime, look, you are welcome here. Mate, move in. That's all I'm saying, right? Well, You're it's, a, it's a pleasure to be back on the show. Fantastic, mate. Now, I'm going to move straight to Max because I want to talk about Formula One. And you have something right there. A number plate, mate, which you brought in. It is absolutely brilliant. Going on your new car because I believe you've, you're 16 years old? Yeah. When just turned 16 yesterday. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, fresh. Round of applause. Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I think we might have to edit one in. <laughs> you need skills for that. I'm not doing that. Uh, mates, well, okay. Happy birthday. That's Thanks. pretty cool. Yeah, happy birthday. Fantastic. But the number plate, Max F1. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm a bit jealous. I'm not going to lie. It's absolutely oh, beautiful. Yeah, thanks. It's Got to be something to do with F1. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I like actually, it might be a thing that Paul's done deliberately. I'm not sure. But when I do, I, and I can, I'll be honest. I mean, I, my eldest son, his name's Ari, after Ari Vartanen. Now, obviously, you know, named him after a rally driver. Um, but I also, well, I took this into consideration when he was, you know, on his way, you know. I had, what's going to look good on a number plate? You've got to think about these things, right? So that's, <laughs> seriously, that's what went through my mind. Uh Paul, is this what happened? No, not at all. No? <laughs> no, Max is short for Maximilian. Right. Spelt the French way. Fantastic. Um, and it was just a name that popped up as being just right. It's a great name. It's a very long liked. number plate if you go yeah, full scale. much there. too long for a number plate. <laughs> That's right. Um, but it shortens down well. And it does. then after Max was born, we discovered that about every third product in a supermarket or, or in uh, a variety store it has Max on the label somewhere. But... <laughs> So what you're just trying to say is everything's his. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> oh, well. And, well, firstborn kids, that's normally what they're like anyway, so yeah. it makes sense. Hey, I want to talk about the, uh, the the Baku, the Grand Prix. Come on, come say the big word. Come on. Baku. No. <laughs> hang on, hang on, I'll just clean my eyes. No, you want you wanted Azerbaijan. I do, I do, I just mate. wanted to see your face. Yeah, I know. You know how I am with pronouncing things. The big words, yeah. it frightened me. Now, Max. Maximilian, no less. Yeah. Uh, mate, what did you think of the Grand Prix? Oh, to begin with, wasn't yep. very eventful, but towards the end, there's too much. Too much. <laughs> it was <laughs> overload, wasn't it? With. Sensory overload. Um, now, I, I'm going to guess with your name, you've got a particular favourite driver? Um, it's 
Not Max Verstappen. Oy, surprising. Controversial <laughs> stuff. Uh, it's got to be the Perth boy, Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Completely well, forgiven. Yeah. yeah. Yep. On the same length there. Um, it's so hard to watch him struggle at the moment. But yeah. You know he's going to come good. You just know. He's just, he's got to get his head around the car and that sort of thing. Uh, now, with the race, I I actually really like the track. I love the old school bit. I love you know, driving through you know, the castle look in the background and, and all of that. And I love that well that tight little corner that uh, I can't remember. Uh, the castle section. Yeah, we'll just yeah. call it that. Yep, beautiful. <laughs> Now they they did they've they've actually redone uh, the curbing there and they took the curb out uh, to enable the cars to straight line it through a little bit more and get a little bit more speed. How do you feel about that? Um, uh, it's obviously done to make it safer for the drivers. Safer. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it does bring more speed to the track, so you do have to be careful getting the exit out of that castle section. Yep. Not to get into the wall because you're going a bit faster than you usually would be. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. And we saw a couple of drivers you know, nosing in yeah. there. Danny Rick, unfortunately, was one of them. Uh, I was turn 15, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, there you go. See, I don't name them. I don't yeah. number them. I just know them by <laughs> yeah, what they look like. Uh, and the very, very fast straight. Like The straight is, I don't know, it's, look, it's a couple of mile long. It's yeah. just so long. Almost two miles long. Yeah, wow, wow. So, uh, you know, you're always going to get overtaking at the end of a, a straight that long, especially with, yeah. with DRS. So with the overall thoughts now, okay, there's a long-going thing about my feelings about... Uh, um, he shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming you have the same uh, oh, yeah. feelings? Yep. Oh, no. uh, it's just that I was jumping around the room when I saw him lock up. I, when, when, okay, so when Hamilton absolutely screwed the pooch, right, and when he, he left, look, let's face it, he left the old brake magic on, it, it was a driver error, right? Uh, which is uh, what that is, is is basically a setting they've got to warm the brakes up you know, when they're under safety car or, or whatever or going to the grid. It's something they use to, to get the, the heat in the, in the front brakes so that you've got brakes at the first yep. corner. Okay, great. Well, old Maxie, you know, uh, not Max, oh, sorry, wash my mouth out with soap <laughs> on that one. Sorry, sorry, no mates Hamilton. Uh, when, okay, when old no mates came up there and went straight, I mean, honestly, in your house, yeah. what were the noises coming out of the lounge room? Um, not much from my dad. Mostly no. me just jumping around screaming. It was like that. It was like that. Mate, well, oh, I was right. like, yeah. yeah. I've got a thought there. Maybe he just thought there was a classic Cars and Coffee meet in the car park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you missed a plug. <laughs> oh, make no, look, make no doubt about it. I love, I love the classic cars. All right. And, and when is next meet there, Paul? Uh, on the 20th of this month. And where is that going to be? The University of WA All Business right. School Car Park. Very nice. What time in the morning? Um, 9.30. 9.30? Uh, uh, sorry, an hour later than our sort of summertime. Yep. We've moved to wintertime now. Okay. Um, so it's still to our uh, event, oh, um, but it starts 9.30, so we don't have to get up when it's quite so icy you, cold. You get a much nicer <laughs> version of Aaron at 9.30 than you do at 8.30, so that's good. Yep. And me. Yes. And we've got <laughs> – yeah. And there's coffee there, so that's yes. a winner. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now back to the Formula 1, but we'll go back to your plugs later, mate. I, I do like that. <laughs> Had to segue something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's, it's, you're getting good at this. I like it. I like it. But it was all about tyres. Tyres, tyres, tyres. Massive yeah. failures with the, with the old tyres out there. So uh, it obviously took out Verstappen when he was in the lead. I mean, and you know, Lance Stroll, you know, you know, he prefers to drive. But, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to slip into dad joke every time I get a chance, all right? Um, I, almost made, I almost made a good year joke, so there you go. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh, well, well, what's your feeling, guys? Talk about the tyres, what do you think? Um, so the Pirelli's changed the tyres. They've gone down from, I think, 
one step down in softness of the tyres from right. 2019 to 2021. Yep. Obviously, they didn't race there last year. So they've made them harder or softer? Uh, they've made them softer, which has made them less durable. Yep. And the teams have obviously forgotten to take that into consideration. And they're running around on pretty much unusable tyres. Yeah, well, during the weekend, they actually changed the minimum um, uh, pressures from 19 to 20, I, yeah. I believe, on, on race day or just before race day. So they were aware there was a problem. Yeah, it just didn't fix it enough, obviously. No, no, clearly. Uh, look, it was good to see a really different podium. I, I mean, that made me very, very happy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I loved seeing Prez out there take the win. Uh, good on Sergio, or Checo, does his thing. Uh, you guys, how do you feel about uh, you know Checo as a, as a driver? Um, well, he's obviously being held back as a Red Bull second driver, yeah. being the shadow of the... Holy Grail, that is Max Verstappen. <laughs> Basically, he's become Barrichello, okay, of, of today's yeah. era, right? Um, but he's a good driver, and just like it showed that if he, when he had the space in Azerbaijan, he could hold on to the lead. Yeah, and won the race. And I was look, I was I've been impressed with him for years. He's you know with the old, the driving style that looks after the tires so yep. well. It's just absolutely amazing. Oh, Back in his Force India days, how long he could get out of a set of rubber was just blew my mind. So, um, I thought the biggest surprise, mm. apart from Hamilton making a terrible mistake, can we talk about that as often as possible? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> apart from that, was seeing Vettel right up there, um, <sighs> showing he's still got what it takes, which we haven't seen from him for a couple of years, no, really. No, not since Germany. Um, yeah. And the Aston Martin's been a question mark about how good it could be. Yeah. Well, it's good enough to take him right up to the podium. That's exactly that right. That was really no, a surprise. I, that was a highlight to me, mate. Yeah. Uh, look, Paul, I'm so glad you brought that up because it was a real highlight. Um, yeah, I remember back in the age of multi-21, um, and you know, I wasn't very keen on Vettel for a while, but I can't help it. I like the guy, and I liked his fighting spirit, and I like the way he goes about. And you know, he's just he's a bit of fun as well. But um, to see a four-time world champion like that and fall so far just feels good to see him back up there. Yeah, yeah. So warm, fuzzy feelings on that one. So yeah, he was second on that. Um, Gasly keeps impressing, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, the best thing he ever did was get fired from yeah, yeah. The yeah, horror seat. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, look, all round absolutely brilliant. Look, going through the old list, uh, quick little flick back. Uh, poor old Carlos Sainz, he didn't have a, a very good event. He sort of had all sorts of issues. Yeah. Uh, Danny Rick, um, you yeah, know, came home ninth, uh, yeah. which was, yeah, yeah, not bad, all said and done. Yeah. Um, but I think we'll just go to, hang on, I've got to go back another page. I mean, there's <laughs> so many pages, three pages back before, um, oh, look at this. Uh, we find this guy, uh, his name's Lewis Hamilton. Oh, no. Um, Never heard of him. Yeah, and he was beaten. He was beaten by a guy. By the hang on, let me just check. Uh, I think it's uh, Nikita uh, has a spin. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was just uh, just thought I'd mention that if yeah, I can. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, I think we need a break. That's what we need. So with that, hey, you're watching, listening to whatever what you're doing, something. It's Edge Entertainment Australia, Fletcher. It's flu season, and we all know how important it is to be vaccinated. Wangara Pharmacy is your local place open every day from 7am to 11 at night. Drop in any time with no appointment necessary. Just $19.99. Got a local business? They will even come to you in groups of five or more at no extra cost. Support the locals that support you. Station sponsor, Wangara Pharmacy. 9200-4400. 9200-4400. It's Flat Chat with Malloy. And uh, this fellow over here, I've forgotten your name again. Georgina, I keep That's going right. over this Georgina, every week. Geez, I'll tell you what, you'd think I'd remember. 
It's Edge Entertainment Australia. Two very special guests. Just forget about Georgina for a while. Okay. We have, of course, Max and Paul Blank. Great. Thanks, guys, for being here. Really rewrapped. All good. All good. Now, we've talked about Formula One. I think we could talk about Formula One for another, what, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes, right? Um, yeah. But we'll fight back. We'll fight the temptation. <laughs> Want to talk about MotoGP at the moment and Moto2. Actually, I'll go Moto2 first, right, if, yeah. I, if I got on that one. Because I'm... I'm a bit annoyed, actually. Okay, I'm a bit annoyed because Australian press, the media have not done their job and they're not promoting the fact that Remy Gardner is out there and he's kicking butt at the moment. Absolutely brilliant. So Remy uh, is look with with the uh, the Monster Energy uh, uh, race in, in in Catalonia. He came okay. He, he set pole right. That's a good start. Fantastic, right? Then he wins the race. You know, boom! Fantastic effort there. He's leading the championship. Haven't heard it anywhere in nope. Australian media. Nope, know nothing about it. This is the son of, the, of course, the 87 uh, world champion uh, Wayne Gardner, you know, who uh, without Wayne Gardner's success, we wouldn't have had Philip Island come to Australia. And all, it was, the island it wasn't going to float away, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was never Are you sure be, about that? Actually? I hope not. Okay, I don't know. It's on a <laughs> decent bit of rope. But um, <laughs> as far as an event, so look, it's a very big thing and I think that we should be getting behind local people. So good on you, Remy, mate. Uh, we will certainly promote you and uh, make sure you watch the, the Moto2 uh, because it's, Really good series. Mm, like, really, really good series. But as I say, Remy Gardner right now, pole, win, and leading the championship. It is just, it's all just winner-winner, chicken dinner. MotoGP, mate. T- tell me all about it. Come on. Come on, Shane. It was actually a really exciting race. Once again, shock horror. I can't even remember the name of the place that it was held at, though, which is really bad <laughs> on my part. It's in Spain, so there you go. There you go. Yep. So I can't probably pronounce it properly anyway, <laughs> so there we go. Um, now, this weekend, I think it was uh, six riders I actually had crash. Right. Um, which was kind of unfortunate. Yep. And there was a few points where there probably should have been a black flag raised, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But that that's life, just because uh, Fabio Quattararo ended up Racing around with half of his suit hanging off. Yeah, come on, tell us about so, that. Because uh, I look, I was watching the race. I'm yeah. not going to tell you any fibs. I've watched two thirds of the race, uh, and unfortunately, and I, when I saw uh, that uh, Jack Miller was falling behind, falling behind, you know, kind of it gets a little depressing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But, but he did yeah. come back from it, so it's he not did. so bad. Yeah, yeah, very true. But uh, well, I'll, I'll finish on uh, Quadraro first. Okay. So basically, I think it was about five laps before the end of the race. Yep. He, uh, I'm not sure if he unzipped or it. His uh, race suit unzipped itself. Hey, hey, this is a family show, right? Yeah. Just come on. All right. It's all right. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> and uh, long story short, he ended up pulling out the chest plate that's in it. It's a bit of armouring. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So didn't. that's like a MotoGP equivalent to a sump guard, right? Yeah, well, it's yeah. basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he pulled that off, which really he should have got a black, black flag for, you know, r- basically riding around at 300-odd k's an hour without... Any safety uh, gear on by the time you're real done. men do. Yeah, it's all well and good until you come off. <laughs> um, but he did end up getting a three-second uh, time penalty for right. track limits, which actually worked out well for Jack Miller, which was where I was going with that. So he was in fourth position by the end of the race. He actually okay. finished in fourth. But because of that track limits, he ended up finishing third, which was quite nice, behind Joanne Zarco in second, and yep. then Miguel Oliveira, I'm really bad at saying that one, in first. So that was actually quite good. Well, yeah, uh, Oliveira it was doing a great job. Like he really absolutely was. astounding. Um, and I'm loving seeing the Aprilias and, and that sort of those the, the variety the of bikes, bikes. So many different bikes. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, yeah, Max, are you getting you know, into the old GP there, the Moto GP? Uh, started watching it a bit more. Yeah, like if it's on, I'll 
have a look at it. It's funny when you've got a vested interest, like you know, we've obviously got Jack Miller in there, and for that reason, I've started watching it more. Um, I stopped for a while. I don't know why. I kind of fell away, and I was kind of you know watching the same sort of riders, and and that I'm just enjoying it now. I think that you know there's so much overtaking and. Um, and and so many brands of bike that there's you see the strengths and weaknesses. That, that's yeah. that's been my thing. So um, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Formula One. We love seeing the variety. Out. We love seeing you. Know, no one likes seeing Mercedes one two one two. We <laughs> we had that for enough years. Yeah. Um, it, same sort of thing with the, with with the bikes. So I'll, I'm going to look. I'm sitting here. I'm going to try and encourage you, mate. Here's the thing. Start watching it. Okay. Yeah. Follow it deeply, right? So if you're sitting here and you're red Ferrari jacket there, right, looking very Formula One, it's time to go out there and get a Ducati well, jacket. I was okay. about to say it's almost Ducati, isn't it? It's close enough, right? <laughs> I've got a texture over there. I can yeah make a couple of changes. We'll, we'll get a post-it now. We we'll make it, won't make it permanent. Well, it's okay. I mean, look, Paul. Look, it's probably too late for Paul. Uh, he's just too yeah. entrenched in four wheels, isn't that right, mate? Very much. And whilst I'm very focused on the four wheel racing, I've got to say, whenever I do watch. A motorcycle race, it's always exciting. It mm. really is. There's always a lot of Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. I completely agree. A lot of crashes. <laughs> <laughs> with, um, uh, you know, with the classic cars and coffee, just stepping aside on that, on the bike front, do you, do you find that you get a lot of nice bikes there? Um, we do, and depending very much on the weather. Okay. Um, in the better weather, we get a lot of bikes along, and we encourage that. There's always a couple of areas where... The bikes sort of congregate. Yep. Um, and we get some very special stuff turn up. Okay. Um, I don't know enough to tell you exactly what it was, but a, I think a Suzuki RE, a rotary engine one, came to what? the last oh boy, cool. event wow. and that got a lot of attention. I and bet. it was parked next to a, a 1930s, I think, Vincent. Oh, wow. Um, so there's beautiful. always some really good stuff turns up and yeah, a great okay. mix. Yeah. Well, yeah, look, I'm not a bike expert, simple as that, but I know that Vincent's a very, very special, no question. Yes. And uh, as a guy who used to own a, an RX-7 many years ago, I can't imagine what that would be like on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, the, the expert friends of mine who were there told me that they're an awful bike to ride. Right. The rotary engine one. Um, I wonder Whether why. it's because of the rotary engine or Probably just the, the whole design wasn't good, I don't know, but right. certainly something rare, and it got yeah. a lot of attention from people. I remember... Uh, being a kid and reading this motorbike book uh, and had a, a Suzuki that was turbocharged. And this was like in like the late 70s, kind of, you know, that's what yeah. the book was about. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, that must be, you know, incredibly hard to ride, you know, coming on to boost launch and stuff <laughs> And then later in life, you know, driving turbo cars and, and, and turbo race cars. Uh, and my particular, you know, time in turbo race cars was when there was a lot of lag. It's not like you guys, how easy you've got it now. <laughs> you know, you're, you know, anti oh, lag and on. nice toys and all bearing turbos. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I remember you know, very, very clearly, you know, that you had to anticipate the lag so much. It yep. was such a massive part of yeah. the way you drive the car. And I thought, I remember this Suzuki. I remember that, you know, turbocharged thing and this big turbo hanging off the side. I thought, that's a death wish. That is absolutely <laughs> insane. Would have been, yeah. yeah. If uh, I might mention something, that um, I've got a Facebook page that I started about a year and a half ago, Interesting Cars of Perth, and it's yep. got a very strong following. It's about 8,500 followers now. Um, and just in the last week, um, a friend started a page called Interesting Motorcycles of Perth. Oh, cool. Um, might have to jump on And that's got some great stuff being posted on there. It's only maybe a week old. Right. Um, and I put up a picture of that rotary Suzuki on there. Oh, cool. Well, I'm not going to tell you any fibs. Okay, Interesting Cars of Perth. That, I, wa I watched that site. I watched that page. 
Like it's about four times a day I go in there and have a bit of a look. Okay? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah, it's become a bit of an addiction. Okay, I've got a bit of a problem, I think, because I don't. Well, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm obsessed with cars. Okay, that's pretty clear. But um, I don't think it is. No, no. no. Am I hiding it well? Um, <laughs> I, you know, I just can't imagine my life without them. It's as simple as that. Like I'm tearing up as I speak. Uh, but like, I didn't know how many cool cars there were in Perth. I, you know, I really did. And, like unusual stuff. And then that's why I'm loving that Facebook group. Just things that I wouldn't have ever imagined. So you do see some brilliant cars. On yeah. There. yeah, there's well, a yeah. lot of treasure in Perth. Mm. Absolutely. Across the board of every kind of car. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And until you started that group, it was an untapped resource, really, wasn't it? In some ways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the motorbike one, okay, well, okay, the moment we get off air, I'm joining that one. So You'll there you both. go. Good. Beautiful. Um, actually, speaking local, let's, let's talk local. Uh, this Saturday, 12th of June, uh, at the old Wanneroo Raceway, WA Sporting Car Club, they're doing their thing. They've got a tuning day for members. Uh, nine till four. Uh, these are really awesome days. Uh, if you you, know, you can basically you know bring your road car, all that sort of thing, and, and uh, or race car or whatever the case may be. Seventy five dollars a driver. You can register on the day. Look, you know you've got to be a member of the uh, the WA Sporting Car Club, of course, and, and have a Motorsport Australia speed license. But uh, they're all very easy to get. Get on the old phone. Give uh, the uh, WA Sporting Car Club a call. It is nine three zero six eight zero two two. I'm impressed with that. Saying that because I'm not wearing my glasses. I'm so good with that. <laughs> yeah, the font's not uh, all the size of the page. No, it? no. Yeah. Shane here does tease me a lot because vanity, I don't wear the glasses, right? I should just get over it and start wearing them. But And normally I just make the font so big that, you know, you could read it next, well, in the next street pretty much. So yep. uh, I'm happy with that. The number again, 9306-8022, WA Sporting Car Club. Get there because the next day, just stay there, right? Sleep on the side of the track. Who knows? Yeah, don't do that. Okay, just don't Probably do that. Probably bad, bad advice. Bad advice. But the next day, they've got an actual race meet there. They've got Formula Racing, you know, Formula Ford. They've got Historics, uh, the, the historic touring cars. Uh, Paul, how do you feel about the historic racing uh, cars there, the touring cars? Um, I think it's a great thing, um, and it means a lot to a lot of people where they can identify with the cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in many categories of motorsport, it's hard for the audience to identify particularly well. So true. And in that, a category like that, it's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that front, the uh, the V8 supercars, or sorry, the supercars, can't say V8 anymore, um, they have actually pushed back uh, the new generation of cars. Uh, was to start at the beginning of next year and they've actually pushed it to nearer, close to Bathurst uh, to try and get that sort of right. And and part of that getting it right is because people don't identify with the cars anymore. They don't no. look like the cars that you buy. Uh, they've got very little, you know, probably taillights is about it. So, well, yeah, you're you right. You can't buy a Commodore anyway. No, no, no. no. Commodore, maybe and, Volvo, and if, Voxville, and whatever if it is. The, uh, if they the were. real Mustang looked like the racing Mustangs, nobody would buy those either. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. They kind of look like caricatures, yeah. don't they? They're really Aussie. Yeah, they do. Like Aussie. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm looking for Lightning McQueen out there. That's really what I'm... <laughs> <Ka -chow. laughs> uh, other cars out there doing their thing, though. Look, there's improved production and production cars, saloon cars. Sports sedans are out there, sports cars, street cars. Look, I'm going to yap, yap, yap. 7am, get down there. It's going to be an awesome day. Uh, and for good family car, uh, kind of car day out, Borms have got a car, a car across rather, out there at Beverly. Uh, great grassroots motorsport. I mean, there's no, nothing more basic than, you know, buying a Hyundai XL, ripping the inside out of it and, and going on racing, right? Tell you what, it's an awesome track down there too. It's a great well, track. I've got multiple tracks, but still. Yeah, well... Uh, look, Shane and I have actually raced on that one uh, many, many years ago. In a Hyundai XL. In a Hyundai XL. <laughs> and uh, would you like to tell the result of you know, how much I beat you in 2.2 kilometres? Yeah, and what about that time I bet you? We don't talk about that. <laughs> That's all right. 
12 seconds, just saying. Anyway, we move on. Somewhere. <laughs> it has been fantastic, absolutely fantastic having you guys on the show. And I'm really looking forward. Max, can I ask you a bit of a favour, right? Can I drag you in to talk Formula One more often? Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Twisted his arm there. It would be too hard to twist his arm, I can tell you. <laughs> I could honestly talk about F1 until I'm blue in the face um, and rallying with my other great passion. Yeah, but might match your shirt. Oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm colour-coded, mate. I'm doing well. Um, love, love, lovers. The, I think the sport is in a, in a golden era right now and being able to talk about it with, with like-minded people. Flat Chat's all about, you know, the conversations that we have in our sheds and, you know, when we're working on our cars and, you know, we're talking rubbish. This is, this is what the show's about. So getting everyone together um, and talking about local motorsport, international motorsport, just talking about cars, car culture. Anything uh, with an engine, really? That's it. I mean, hey, come the 20th, I'm going to be down there at uh, uh, at UWA and looking at some beautiful cars. What are you expecting? What are you expecting, mate? What cars? Uh, we always get such a fantastic variety from supercars. I mean, the last one we had, the Ford GT that's oh, just arrived in Perth. Oh. We always have a lot of McLarens and Lamborghinis, but at the other extreme we have vintage Austin 7s yeah. and Morris Miners and MGTCs. Uh, always a really broad cross-section of everything classic, vintage, Absolutely brilliant. Actually, Shane, you helped rebuild an Austin, what was it? Austin 7, yeah. Was it 1928, yeah, which, go. funnily yeah. enough, just this week actually got road registered. Fantastic. There. So is, will that be at Carson uh, yeah, Coffee or what? If the owner of it's in Perth, then yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> it's a car. We can drink coffee. Come on, yeah. join those dots. <laughs> got to have my father-in-law in Perth to actually get it there. Well, small details. <laughs> well, you know what? you got the keys to his shed. Who cares, right? Yeah. Job done. He wouldn't like. lend it to you to take down. Oh, that's yeah, right. he would. That's <laughs> right. All right, that's the end of the old uh, show, guys. Thank you so much again, and uh, look, really looking forward to having you back. Um, don't be strangers. We're you know, open any day. And, um, yeah, again, Max, congratulations on uh, your birthday and uh, your, your L plates and your cool number plates. Thank you very much. All righty, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm taking you lot with me. It's Flat Chat here on Edge Entertainment Australia.